You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Uh, happy Friday. Hey, uh, belated. Happy Thanksgiving. It's great to be back on the air with you on a uh, pretty spectacular Friday here in the Mile High. It's a fast Friday. Yeah, the... Well, the season has wound up for uh, most of the major race series, but a lot of stuff still going on, a lot of late-breaking news. And, oh, by the way, welcome to the program again. Uh, I think we were on before Thanksgiving, and I gave everybody Thanksgiving wishes, but this is what we do every, well, every Friday, almost every Friday, sometimes, most of the time, <laughs> the holidays. Maybe it'll stick and ball sports get in the middle, but uh, it's what we've been doing for over 20 years here in the Mile High. It is the Race Central, the radio program. I... And Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen here with the uh, omnipresent Sid the Kid, STK as we know her. And uh, good to be with you. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, so I will, because you never know when those silly little preemptions come up. Uh, now we'll be, we'll be rocking Saul right up to Christmas, but uh, an early happy holidays, Kwanzaa, Christmas, whatever your deal may be. We'll just get that out of the way right now. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, a good Thanksgiving for the Hanson clan. I hope it was a good, good one for you, too. Everybody safe and sound. Um, I'm, I'm over the weather, though. I, I definitely now um, have come to grips. It's 11 more months until spring. Woof. Today, not so bad. Yesterday, not so bad. A little windy today, but uh, we'll get through it. A lot of things going on in the world of motorsports. NASCAR just wrapped up uh, their banquet uh, as our good friend, Photo Joe Starr from Big West Racing dot com would say the the knife and fork circuit <laughs> uh, that's just kind of starting frankly and uh, you know it's the the time of the year everybody looks back and uh, Sid you okay back there you, you, yeah your headset working all right oh she needs her clock oh well it doesn't work anyway so besides that here how let me just a uh, little on air this is just produce on air there we go. Sydney uh, needs her clock. So what is that? There's an empty bottle over there. It looks like it has some brown and green stuff. That's it. It's who? Green juice. Green juice. It's green. I uh, could say something, but I don't want to get kicked off the air. <sighs> if you haven't been catching the audiovisual podcast, I said the kid does a great job with all that. It uh, ends up on racecentralmedia.com almost every Thursday. We had a little upload problem with the the uh, last show, uh, but it should be probably up today. But if you want to catch, you know, the, the, the late-breaking stuff between the Friday radio shows, you can do that at racecentralmedia.com. All of our podcasts are there. The TV shows are there. Uh, the December TV shows are a really good one, albeit – we shot all of our opens and closes and stand-ups and all that good stuff in 24-degree weather with a little breeze out in the DTC before Veterans Weekend, and it was chilly. But it looked really cool. Um, my uh, uh, editor, producer extraordinaire, uh, Mr. Dwayne Bufel over at AIM High Video, it was his idea. And then when we got out there and set up, it didn't seem like such a good idea anymore. But it looks great, uh, albeit a little bit chilly. So... 
NASCAR, uh, to kind of meander my way back into the program, <clears throat> had their banquet in Nashville. We're going to catch up with a good friend of the program uh, here a little bit. And uh, he was there. And he's uh, he's efforting his way, headed to the Snowball Derby, which is, and I talked to Photo Joe Star this morning, uh, but that's not who we're going to talk to. We're going to talk to Photo Joe Star later in the program, Mr. J- uh, Jerry Jordan. He's the boss man over there, like, kicking the tires, and uh, very, very much on the inside of what's going on in the world of NASCAR, like our other correspondents, uh, Lee Spencer and Mr. Bob Pockris. So uh, he's got some news that... In talking with him today, I don't think it was supposed to get out. Uh, he did tweet it out, and he's going to tell us when he gets on the program. So we'll talk to uh, talk to Jerry, get uh, some information there. And then Photo Joe Star is at the Snowball Derby. And for those of you that don't know what that is, if uh, it, it's just one big old race weekend in Florida, Weather has been perfect, normal, shocking, and it's, it's kind of a who's who. I mean, Brad Kozlowski's there. Uh, a whole bunch of people are there. We've got some Coloradans that are there running super late models. But it, it's kind of a, as Joe said to me this morning, it's kind of a, a bucket list thing or check the box thing for people that do uh, what I do. And I've known about it for, for decades. I've just never had the hankering to go. But it's a big deal. And we'll probably uh, maybe work our way out there next year. I'm still efforting to get to the Chili Bowl Nationals in January in Tulsa, which has uh, been going on for 40-some-odd years and is also a very big deal. I, I guess... If you're a dirt fan and you like dirt track racing, uh, Chili Bowl Nationals are kind of a who's who, and they, they run one class of car, they run midgets, but Kyle Larson's been there many times. Uh, you know, many of the World of Outlaw stars, I mean, even Ron Caps and Cruz Pedragon have raced in the past. Cruiser's a big dirt guy, and he's, uh, he's sending a car this year, but he's not going to drive himself, but... Uh, uh, the as I call them, the Pennsylvania Posse 2.0. Uh, Jacob Allen from Shark Racing will be there driving Cruiser's car. I mean, it's uh, you heard Santino Ferrucci say a month or so ago that he had raced there. I think he's going back this year. It's it's kind of the <clears throat> the unofficial, or depending from your how you stand from where you sit, the official start to the 2023 season or 22 season or 20 whatever the, the deal may be. Um, you know, Tony Stewart's there. It's just, it's, it's a, you see Mario Andretti, the Unsers, I can go on and on and on. It's kind of a festival. It's a festivus for the rest of us. So whether you're racing or competing or got a, you know, your team owner, whatever, whole lot of bench racing going on. And it's always a lot of fun. Hopefully I'll be headed out this year, but uh, some, uh, I don't know if I call them ground shaking stories coming from the IndyCar series. We'll get to that. Uh, NASCAR, I'll let uh, uh, Jerry Jordan kind of give the, let the cat out of the bag on, uh, well, some Joy Logano news, uh, some Kevin Harvick news. So if you're a fan of of Harvick or the 22 car, um, it's a little quiet right now, but that's that's very, very, very normal. But there are, there are some stories that we will certainly get to. Uh, 
schedules are coming out, big announcements. Uh, our, our friends at Speed Sport had some big announcements in regards to their launching their uh, own motorsports television network. So this is kind of the, the time of year where all that good stuff happens. Um, in, uh, we heard her talk about it, Sabre Cook. Uh, joining the Kelly Moss team next year, running GT3 Cup, which is a, a very big story. And the uh, um, this is a big time of the year for conferences and 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 retrospective and introspective and all that uh, kind of good stuff. But uh, uh, watched some uh, some streaming conferences and stuff. Uh, over the past couple of days, some interesting stories coming from that. Uh, Sid and I talked about one of them uh, on the podcast, which is on racecentralmedia.com, uh, about autonomous race cars. And Sid and I are going to get into that in today's program. Uh, Jerry Jordan joined us in the program from kickthetires.net. Uh, the, uh, some of the late-breaking news stuff you may not have heard about, and we'll talk to Jerry about that. Photo Joe Star, hopefully live from the Snowball Derby in Florida, and maybe give us an update on the, the few Coloradans that are there. we we got a lot to get to. Just because there's not, um, uh, you know, NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, IMSA, I can go on and on and on, uh, out there, you know, turning and burning right now. Trust me, before you know it, it'll be, uh, it'll, it'll all be on again. And again, save the date, uh, February 19th, we'll have our 16th annual Daytona 500 party. And uh, the second annual bash after the clash, podium karting, it's all free, February 19th. The doors will open early. we got go-kart racing, axe throwing. You can win all kinds of cool stuff. It's uh, always a, well, it's our official start to the motorsports season here uh, in the front range. So you definitely want to be there. And they got great food and a bunch of TVs, and it's a great atmosphere. I don't even have to really be a big race fan just to come and hang out with a bunch of cool people. Sid and I will be there shooting Race Central TV. We'll also be doing a live streaming broadcast. So it's, as I say, it's uh, it's certainly, uh, in, in my humble opinion, and many people that have been attendees for a long, long time, uh, consider it to be the uh, the official kickoff to the racing season here in the Mile High City. So it is Race Central on the Radio High Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Great to be with you on a fast and not so frigid Friday. But I want to remind you also, hey, it's that holiday time of year, and we've got great sponsor partners that uh, really kind of specialize in all that stuff. One of them is PDA Road Gear. As I like to say, uh, disturbing the peace, um, whether it's a two-wheel, four-wheel, it's a bike, it's a car, whatever, ATV, UTV. I mean, these guys have so much of the coolest gear for your uh, pride and joy, uh, they're Denver's oldest uh, stereo shop. They really they they are the artisans, and the bottom line is to their prices are competitive as hell. They're out there with everybody else. Uh, they're not more expensive; they're just better. And uh, lifetime warranty on all service. So it's too much for me to talk about. Just go to PDAroadgear.com. That's PDAroadgear.com. The holidays are upon us. Maybe uh, your husband wants some new speakers for his Harley, or maybe you guys want some new uh, you know, brush guards for your truck or some cool, cool interior updates for your Porsche. I mean, whatever it is, they do it all. That's PDAroadgear.com. Tell them you 
heard us talking about them on the radio. Their technicians are the best in the business. There's a reason why, of all the primo stuff they sell, the factory reps that provide them that primo stuff do business with them, too, because they know they're the best. That's PDAroadgear.com. For Sid the Kid Behind the Glass, I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen and RayCentralMedia.com. Friday from 3 to 5. It's The Drive. Uh, also, you can watch Race Central TV. Uh, this next episode, December, is a really good one. Uh, check your, I mean, anywhere you can hear my voice in America, North America, or almost around the world, believe it or not, you can uh, find Race Central TV. Check your local providers for channels and times in your market, but easy, easily is found, if that's such a word, at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, I was kind of dragging, but then Sydney really pissed me off. So now I'm, I'm getting kind of. What was this? What? Are we doing like an overnight, like fifties uh, retrospective or something, or seventies, or what? What the hell was that? What? That song. You don't like that song? It's a little old. I mean, I'm not that. Who old. cares? Oldies are good. Thank you. I feel better now, Sid the kid. You don't uh, like old music? You are old. Oh Lord. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and I was going to buy you a, a new set of new set of uh, a new headset for for Christmas. <laughs> we got you a new microphone, so uh, but you do need a headset. Um, yeah. So the other voice you hear back there is the omnipresent one, Sid the Kid, SDK as we call her. And one of the uh, webinars I watched, uh, I'm, I'm so sick of webinars and Zoom thing. Mm-hmm. Who I, I don't if I never hear the word Zoom again, I'm really yeah, okay I'm cool with, with it. it. Yeah. And before Zoom. I mean, God, the guy, and I met the guy that founded Skype. He lives in Boulder. He's a big car guy. But, you what? Know, What's his name? I forget. But, but, wow, he uh, must be loaded. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, he's got new Ferraris being delivered daily. He's a nice, very nice guy, too. Very humble. You'd never know it. Um, I met him at the racetrack because I was kind of two people we hang with. Uh, uh, <laughs> my kind of people. Yeah, my kind of people. Um, yeah, uh, but he needed a pandemic. Because, I mean... Wait, it, is he... Is his name Eric? I don't remember. It was like okay. five years ago. But right, I'm saying, sorry. Dude, Skype was kind of a thing, almost a thing, but they didn't have a pandemic in their, right, in their back pocket. Zoom comes out and they get a pandemic. Uh, man, yeah. those people they knew. Um, so one of the webinars that I watched was about autonomous race cars. And if you don't know what autonomous is, it means... Um, uh, well, it's basically like the the pizza delivery truck that or car that comes to your house with nobody driving. It's a driverless car, and in spending a lot of time down in the Phoenix area um, for years, I saw the little white three fifty RX uh, uh, Lexus machines running around with no people in them, and those were the autonomous cars that Google was testing out mm-hmm. for all this good stuff. Uh, some successful, some not. And, and my, my, the story, and Sid and I talked about this on uh, uh, our, our video podcast. It's at racecentralmedia.com. 
I've been around this sport a long, long time, and I, I've seen and lived the electric revolution as it came to the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb years ago, uh, very early in its infancy in technology, uh, Monster Tajima, Tajima, some say potato, some say tomato, uh, you know, many-time champion on the mountain, um, usually came with a, with a uh, uh, well, a, a <laughs> not an electric car, let's put it that way. It was, I, I think they were, it was a Kia or a Hyundai, I don't remember anyway. Uh, came one year with an electric car, and heaven forbid he got out because it caught on fire because the batteries got too hot and they burned up. As I say, early in its, its infancy, not the hill climb's fault, just that's the way it was going. And the hill climb is a great place for manufacturers to test out all kinds of stuff, whether it's tires, you know, electric stuff, uh, technology stuff. Uh, Peugeot came and set the outright record that was unbroken by a Volkswagen. Well, not a, yeah, it's a, it was built known by Volkswagen, but basically a prototype race car that was electric that was lightning fast. Uh, that record may not be broken for a long time, but. You know, I, I've seen the, the the technologies that's come into racing. And Colorado, by the way, happens to be, you know, one of the, you know, one of the leaders in this good old U.S. of A. in the sales of electric cars. It's not that surprising. We're a very technological, kind of advanced, early adopter, like my audience type of state. So it doesn't really surprise me. But this webinar went on about um, – and you may or may not know this, depends how ingrained in the sports you are, but they did test essentially autonomous electric Indy cars. It was about a year or so ago at the Motor Speedway. And there's been more research and development going on that way. It's pretty stealthy stuff. I mean, for like a technoid geek, I am not. I'm not making fun of people that are technoid geeks. It's just they understand this stuff better than I do. It's very, very, very heady stuff. My concern is this. We don't have autonomous racing as it stands right now. Well, drone racing, that's autonomous. How boring is that? I want to talk to a drone racing fan. <clears throat> 303-844-3776. Well, I'm looking at the uh, IndyCar. Who's asking you? Who's asking me? Yeah, no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm looking at yeah. uh, Indy the website right now. Right. Indy Autonomous Challenge. Um, and it, it says here, the challenge, organized by Energy Systems Network, IAC University teams from around the mm -hmm. world compete in a series of challenges to advance technology that can speed the commer commercialization of fully autonomous vehicles and deployment of advanced driver assistance systems to increase safety and performance. The competitors are a platform. The competitions are a platform for students to excel in science, technology, engineering, and math. Sounds very politically <laughs> properly worded to me. Well, I mean, the most important part is to advance technology that can speed the commercialization of fully autonomous vehicles and deployment of advanced driver assistance systems. So, but it's like, it's like, this is, what is this? Is this like just a robot competition? My point exactly. I mean, is are we doing this technological stuff? I get, I get the words, but I also live and breathe the sport. And what, as we talked, 
What makes motor racing so exciting is the massive sensory overload, the sights, the smells, the sound, the noise. You know, it's like a rock concert. You go home, you're deaf for three days. Go from a drag race, same thing. Uh, it's, the, it's the sensory explosion. And if we just have autonomous cars going around with no noise, now the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb had to deal with that a decade or so ago because idiots run across the road between cars going up the road when they're racing. Well, you couldn't hear the electric cars. So they realized in a hurry, because said idiots, and there's a lot of them, running across the road are going to get killed. So they put sirens. So it sounded like an ambulance was coming every every few minutes, uh, much like they've done to road cars now. Like I, when I get those press cars, you put them in reverse, they go, you know, I think I'm getting abducted by aliens. Um, I just, ah. I mean, can you imagine going to a drag race and there's no noise? Yeah, I mean, it definitely takes the soul out of the sport, you know, because what is the sport about? It's about, like, what are cars all about? It's all about, like, mechanics and, like, I don't know. It's just, there, mechan- there are mechanics and electronics, but it, it takes out the satisfaction of the engine, you know? Well, that's that's what it's made. Now, I, I'm not saying there's not a place for it, but I know, and I know we got to get to a break, but it's like um, I've been told by, you know, more than a few drivers that have competed in Formula E in Europe. The Euros like it. I don't know why, but they also like warm beer, um, you know, and all kinds of weird food. Uh, Bangers and Mash is not one of my favorites. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, and I've been told by guys that have raced in the series, it, it's kind of soulless. It really is. And when you look at the sport, I mean, they race on itty bitty tiny little places that are that they make a racetrack in a parking lot or whatever. And they make no noise. And they're boring. And then you have to stop mid-race to get another car because your batteries don't work anymore. It's like having a flashlight go out in the middle of the, the you know blackout. Uh, and they're working on that. Again, here's the technological side. Now, that's great. But I don't, I'm not rushing off to see a Formula E race. And I'm not ripping on Formula E. It's just, you know, oh, you know, breaking news. Daytona 500 next year will have no noise. It's all autonomous. And you can uh, play on your phone. Really? I mean, where's this going? Because I don't trust a lot of that psychobabble stuff because it, it's, it's like saying, you know, cigarettes aren't dangerous for you. You know, we, we have cigarettes so that we can uh, do research on cancer. Okay, great. I mean, so I it's just I don't buy the messaging. There's a bigger picture here. Safety, great. But they, we don't have to have autonomous electric Indy cars to test safety. Now, if you're talking about San Francisco Police Department having, you know, robot dogs that are operated by officers, highly trained officers back in a control center like drones we send over, you know, other parts of the world so the police officers don't get shot when they go to a bad situation. You shoot a robot dog and it blows you up. Cool. I'm done. I'm, I'm down with that. That's safety. That's technology for safety. I don't know if we need electronic autonomous indie cars uh, for all that. You know, these aren't crash dummies. Anyway, you got me. Uh, you got me on my on my up on my cardboard box. Uh, good stuff right there. Uh, go to racecentralmedia.com, the website that makes you smarter and better motorsports fan. We'll get to to Mr. Jerry. Uh, yeah. And talk a little uh, kicking tires dot uh, net. Uh, Logano news, Harvick news, all the news. that's not fit to print. 
But that's what we do on the podcast. It is Race Central on the radio. I'm brought to you in part by Coyote Motorsports. A short drive up I-25. They got the e-bikes now, too, and they're not expensive. Maybe thinking about an e-bike for um, you know, a Christmas gift? Go up and see Brian at Coyote Motorsports. They're one of the top CF Moto dealers in the country and Denver's only star certified Yamaha dealer. CoyoteMotorsports.com. I'm the insider. Let's get the heck out of here, and we'll be back after this. About 33 minutes after the hour, or as close as we can get to it, as I like to say, a city kid, SDK, push the buttons behind the glass. Check out our all-new, uh, well, it's our fourth edition of our streaming audio and video podcast at the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. That is racecentralmedia.com. Uh, the podcast goes up on Thursdays. All the great interviews, like the one we're going to do in just about 30 seconds here, maybe not that long, are on the website. And, of course, you can watch Race Central TV anywhere. You can hear my voice in North America, but easily found or easiest found at racecentralmedia.com. As I was down at Championship Weekend, down the Valley of the Sun, which is, uh, well, when it's like 22 degrees like it was a couple of days ago, I uh, uh, am longing for it. I'll be back there in about a week or so for an event. But I uh, had the chance to meet a, a really neat individual named Jerry Jordan. He's got uh, a website, uh, kickinthetires.net, but they've got blogs and and just a whole bunch of different uh, stuff. And um, I, I enjoyed meeting you at the, at the airport. I, I, I saw you walking towards me with about 40 bags on your back. And I think I said, uh, dude, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I, how do you carry all that? You know, it, you get used to it. I will say this: uh, there's a there's a weight limit on the overhead bag. I didn't know. I don't know if anybody knows this, but forty pounds is the limit that you're allowed to put in the overhead. Yep. I, I if United ever checks me, I'm eight pounds over because I've actually checked it. And with all my computers, uh, I've got two Alienware laptops. I've got my, all my cameras in there, all my all my video stuff. Yeah, I am eight pounds overweight, so forty eight pounds on my back. You, yeah, I mean, you were. I don't think I've seen anybody go through a TSA pre-check. You were right behind me with that much stuff. I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if this is going to work out well. But I've got it packed in, in such a way that – and they know because I, I travel so much. And I think TSA can actually see when they pull up your boarding pass and all this stuff. If you travel as much as I do, um, you know, I go to 30 races a year or sometimes more. Um, I think they know who you are after a while, but they see when they're looking through their x-ray machine, they can see that it's packed. And, and I, you can tell that it's a microphone. You can tell that it's a camera. The, the computers, the laptops really throw them off from time to time. So I, I go ahead and I'm a nice guy and I take out both laptops and stick them in. Uh, even in, even on the TSA pre-check, I'll stick them in, uh, in, in, the, in the trays just to make them. You know, a little easier from looking at bag. <laughs> well, they thought the reason I was standing there, they thought I had a bullet in my furniture or backpack, and that actually happened uh, a long, a long ago. But when he took it all apart, it just it was a really, 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 really expensive Mont Blanc pen my wife gave me as our our um, you know anniversary present, and it has a, a point and it looks like it's a bullet. But that's why I was standing there because I th- think they were getting ready to call out the National Guard or something. But it's uh, Jerry Jordan. It's uh, not enough with the silliness. It's like kickingthetires.net, really, really great site. And and talking with you, now you're, you're, how close are you? You're a couple out, a couple of hours away from Snowball Derby? Uh, I am four hours away because I took a pit stop today 
um, and stopped in Lynchburg, Tennessee at the Jack Daniels Distillery, someplace I've always wanted to go. And I spent way more time there than uh, than I probably needed to. So I am still four hours away from the Snowball Derby, but I will be there shortly. Uh, I'll be there tonight. Yeah. And, uh, but... Yeah, I had a good time at the uh, Jack Daniels distillery, though. That was fun. Uh, you, you get the right accent to uh, to be talking about it. Uh, so yeah. you shared, and it just there's nobody listening, just you and I talking. Um, that's what I always tell Danica when she's on the show. Uh, you were at the at the distillery about two hours ago, still, and you still haven't left. So I'm I'm getting a little concerned. You though are privy to some really really interesting information about Joey Logano and Kevin Harvick, and I'm just going to let you roll it out. So last night we're we're in the banquet at the um, and by the way I am 100 percent sober just to let anybody work I'm, I'm pulled over on the side of the road <laughs> I'm not driving and talking on the cell phone and I'm 100 percent sober uh, that's, just, let's clear that up yeah <laughs> well my audience knows I'm a little crazy so they just assume I'm taking artistic license with uh, things that are not in fact so anyway no no it, it, it's all good but so we're at the banquet last night. And uh, the NASCAR championship banquet in, uh, in in Nashville, Tennessee. And Roger Penske gets up and he's talking and he's like, you know, Joy Logano this, Joy Logano that. And that's why we signed him to another five-year deal. And like, what? Huh? Who? We knew about three weeks ago that Joey's contract had been extended. It the, Most contracts are extended. You know, we extended the contract. Terms of the, of the contract are, are, you know, are confidential. Right. That's how it goes. It's long-term, it's short-term, whatever. We found out last night Joey Logano, who is 32 years old, has a deal with Roger Penske until he's going to be 37. And, you know, that tells me a couple of things. Shell Penzel, which is based in Houston, Texas, and I'll be there at their headquarters on Monday with Joey, um, they must feel pretty confident about that 22 car to you know, to to for Joey to be in there, for Roger to, to want to re- renew that contract for five years, and then I'm sure they're you know you got to worry worry about Shell Penzel. So I think all those four things, all those things, uh, three things together come come to, you know into one place. That's huge because you got Shell, Joey, and, and Roger, and you have to assume that Shell's going to stay with Joey for that whole period of time. They're, they've been in motorsports forever, so I can't I can't not think of Shell being in motorsports. It just, just it just doesn't it doesn't even seem fathomable that Shell Penzoil would be out of motorsports. So why would they leave Joey Logano, who's got them two championships? And I guarantee you, I will I will bet a hundred dollars right now. Joey Logano gets a third championship within the next five years. Yeah, I think we're talking to uh, Jerry Jordan. He's the chief editor at a really cool website, kickingthetires.net. Uh, neat guy. Just, you know, like I say, very active out there. Um, and, and you can just tell he has no energy. Once we get him out of his shell, he'll be okay, uh, which is why I thought for he and I to connect today because he's, you know, a firecracker like I am. Uh <clears throat> Agreed. I'm not a big Logano fan myself. Uh, just I don't know exactly why, but he's he's got a little too much Carl Edwards in him. I think you know oh, he's smiling, and you never know what that means. Um, I just he's okay, but I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not jumping You're up and down. Out. You need to meet him. You need to meet him. He's really cool, dude. Well, I'll tell you he's this. Really uh, his crew chief, uh, when I was with Furniture Row years ago, we started talking in Phoenix, um, Kurt Busch and, and us, and uh, his name's escaping me for the moment. I can't believe I can't remember it. But, uh, Paul Wolf. Paul Wolf, thank you. 
Oh, God, this is what happens. You get old, Jerry. Um, and Paul Wolf said, Kurt, I want to be I want to be a radio guy. I want to be on the radio. Can I, can, I be, can I be a radio guy? And so I liked Paul immediately. Um, I've talked to Joey about, you know, but maybe you should you know, give me a formal introduction um, so that I can like him because I would like to like him. But the long story short is he's got a championship. Uh, I don't. And he's getting paid, and Sheldon Penn's all going to stay with him forever. And I agree. Why would they not be in motorsports? Jerry, you're going to stick around with us for another segment. We were a little short on that one. Um, but uh, but uh, Jerry Jordan, a chief editor of KickingTheTires.net, is going to hang through the break. And then we're going to get into more Harvick stuff. I got Keselowski stuff I want to ask you about. I got Snowball stuff. Uh, I did get a report this morning from Snowball that uh, that Brad should probably um, pack his Snowballs and go home because he's been really slow. Maybe that's changed throughout the day, but he wasn't he wasn't very good as of this morning. But uh, Jerry, hang on with us for a couple of minutes. And uh, it is Race Central on the radio. It's what we do every Friday, 3 to 5. It's The Drive and at RaceCentralMedia.com. We'll be back with Jerry Jordan, KickingTheTires.net and RaceCentralMedia.com. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Yeah, I'll just kind of go with that. What the heck? Why not? 47 minutes after the hour, it is Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5 every Friday and always streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. Also save the date, our 16th annual uh, Daytona 500 bash, February 19th at Podium Karting here in Denver. It's our second year back there. It's uh, our second bash after the clash. It's all free. Go to podiumkarting.com for more information. Also there, booking their fa- fabulous facility, great food, TVs, all that good stuff for holiday parties, uh, festivals for the rest of us, corporate events, whatever it may be. We're talking to Jerry Jordan, the chief editor at uh, Kicking the Tires on the web, kickingthetires.net. Um, so, Jerry, I, I guess so. I guess we're done with Logano. Let's talk about Harvick for a minute. Okay, so yesterday we were, were – every, every every time we have a, a Champions Week or whatever, we have NASCAR media availabilities. You've been to some of those. And, you know, we talked to the drivers, interview them. Kevin Harvick's contract is up at the, with, with Stuart Haas Racing at the end of 2023. So what's he going to do? We don't know. Well, I have an idea, but I'll get to that in just a second. So he's talking yesterday, and he lets all the media know that by the time we get to the 2500 in February, he will have made his decision whether or not he's going to stay with Stuart Haas or whether or not he's going to move on. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I did a story on Keelan Harvick, uh, Kevin's ten-year-old son. <laughs> yeah. Keelan Harvick is racing go karts. He's raced them overseas. He's going to. He actually on Monday, I think they're both going to Italy for some more karting stuff. So Keelan is moving up to the racing world, but doing mainly uh, most of his racing over over on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. He is sponsored by Trackhouse Racing. Justin <laughs> oh, Marks has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Justin Marks ding, and ding, Kevin ding. Harvick are very good friends and have some business ventures together. I asked Kevin. About it. Well, first I asked, I asked Justin Marks about this in Las Vegas. I worked on this story for two weeks. Justin Marks said he would love to have Kevin Harvick in an advisory management capacity at Trackhouse Racing. I asked Kevin the next week at my homestead Miami Speedway, I said, hey, what's this about Justin, you know, wanting you to come on board? I'm open to anything. I'm looking at all my options. So you've got Keelan sponsored by Trackhouse. Okay, sporting a track house logo and uniform. And Kevin, 
who's good friends with Justin Marks and the folks at Trackhouse. It would not surprise me if Kevin stops driving and goes into a management role. He would be the perfect guy to mentor young drivers for a team. And and I it, it won't surprise me, but you read it at Kicking the Tires two and a half weeks ago that that was one of the options that's on the table uh, for Kevin Harvick going forward. So this kind of feels like what was supposed to be with Kurt Busch. Um, that that you know, fortunately, I, I, I actually you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, so let me finish. I'm take two steps back to take three steps forward. Uh, this was kind of going to be like the Kurt Busch thing with young drivers, and then and then now with Jimmy Johnson. But Jimmy wants to do, you know, he wants to do. Uh, the twice around the clocker in France this summer, you know, he's going to do some driving, blah, blah, blah. But this is, it kind of feels like a retirement home for superstar NASCAR drivers to become advisors and consultants and all that kind of stuff. But um, any news on Kurt Busch? I've heard nothing. Okay. So Kurt and I are very good friends. Um, I'll just put that out there. I, um, I actually am the guy that wrote the stories about his ex-girlfriend that was psycho and now no, he's facing really? criminal charges in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, she got investigated because of my stories, uh, you know, looking into the charity that she was running. So Kurt and I became good friends. Is that too, charity a fraud? Was that charity a fraud? It was a fraud. Yeah. yeah the whole, I mean, they did some good stuff, but she was she was siphoning money off of it left and right. Yeah. And there's no, so, well, uh, I met her when Kurt was our driver. They called it the Kurt and Kurt show. We became really good friends. He knows me, too. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I met too. her and her kid. And I'm like, this chick's a little uh, loosely wired. She's, she's a little different, but she's still facing federal charges out in D.C. She's got a retrial coming up. Um, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you run with this. There is actually a settlement proposal on the table. Um for you know that she could take a plea deal and uh, on all the on all the uh, fraud and charges and oh you know, boy. whatever the federal whatever the technical federal charges are that she's still facing charity uh, fraud there is a plea deal on the table yeah charity fraud is rampant um, yeah. so Kurt anyway so I, I cut you off I'm sorry so so is Kurt okay. is he getting better talked to him last night um, posted a selfie with him actually on my Facebook uh, and we're sitting there chatting and, I'm, and he you could tell the emotion is there he it's killing him not to be in a race car but i asked him flat out i said what's the plan and he says the plan is for me to continue to get better i'm close you know he's close to being okay and good enough to race can he race full-time dale jr can't race Mm full-time okay concussions are serious business for race car drivers because so much stuff is coming at you so fast and it messes with your brain and you know kurt starts to get seen See white, it starts to kind of white out, Whoa. and that's that's part of the that's part of the problem with with a concussion, and so so it's very emotional for for you know he, his career gets cut out from under. He's still a race car driver. He has not retired. I no. want to reiterate this to anyone that says he's retired. Kurt has not retired from racing. He is on injury protocol, okay, and he's taking a step back to make him to get himself healthy. I fully expect to see him in a twenty four hour car. In uh, you know, in in some of the some of the uh, one-off races, at some point, I think he'll race again uh, in 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 NASCAR. But I, I don't; it just won't be until he's as close to 100 percent as he can possibly get. And that's the smart thing for him to do. No kidding. It's uh, Jerry Jordan. It's uh, kickingthetires.net uh, here on Race Central on the radio. Um, I have a question that I want to ask you, but I have a kind of a comment slash soft question. Uh, I know uh, on all the great content on kickingthetires.net, I saw the the uh, renewal of Goodyear's contract with NASCAR. And 
I look at it and I go, okay. But then I think to myself, is there any, is there in the recent history, has there ever been another tire manufacturer that's come in and tried to impede the renewals of those contracts with Goodyear? Or is it just kind of like business as usual? Or, I mean, was there, was like Firestone or Hoosier really trying to go after that deal? I think at one point in time, a few years ago, there was uh, there was definitely some uh, some you know unofficial RF, RFQs going out, requests for you know qualifications, requests for proposal type things. But NASCAR has a good a good deal with Goodyear overall, and Goodyear works well to try and get the best tire on the track. I've toured the Goodyear facility where they actually make every single race tire, and uh, it's in Ohio. And, you know, it, it. they take great pride in telling you there's been very, very, very few, like less than a handful of tires that have failed because of Goodyear, not because of low air pressure, not because of something that happened, but because of the Goodyear manufacturing process on a race tire. It is extremely low. And it's usually because of an air pressure or a shock adjustment mm. or a camber. And they have these tolerances that they build in uh, in the in the tire. And they tell the teams what they need to run. And then the teams do other things. And that's when we see tire problems. I could agree more. I've made that statement on this here radio program many a times. Uh, let's talk, Brad. we got a couple of minutes left. Let's talk Brad Kozlowski. Is this, I mean, this deal... If unless it gets a lot better real soon, this deal—it's not a good deal. I mean, he's just—he's Mister Irrelevant. You know, are you talking about the snowball or are you talking about RFK? Because I mean, I think he's done a lot at RFK, but as far as him coming down for the snowball derby, the reason I'm going to the snowball this weekend, one of the reasons is because of Brad. I want to see him make the show. I want to see him race his way in and make the show. Can he do it? Probably not. It's a hard race to get into. Mm. Okay, it is it is a very difficult race, and it's even harder to win. So you, everything has to go right. It's some of the best in the you know at late model racing in in the whole country. So uh, if you haven't done this and you're not on the on your wheel, it's going to be even you know twice as hard, you know three times as hard to to make that race and to actually be relevant. So could he should is he irrelevant to some degree? Yeah, but. It'll be a great show and a great storyline if he can if he can pull something off here. Yeah, I was actually talking more about RFK him being irrelevant. I mean, he was never really. I mean, unless I, my gray matter is really failing me, I can't imagine. I, I can't remember him ever really being a hot topic in the past year. Well, they did win. They kicked things off at Daytona and won the uh, won the duels. Uh, him, you know, the the RFK cars did. But then they kind of went on a downward downward slump. And, uh, you know, look, there were a lot of problems. I, I know from some insiders in the sport, uh, uh, Roush Racing, uh, Roush Fenway Racing, before it was with Kozlowski, was at the bottom of the rung, okay? Copy They that. were struggling. Yep. And now there's so much technology and so many things, and they, have to, they, they basically had to go in and do wholesale changes. I expect... RFK to do much better in 2023, obviously, than they did in 2022. And I would not be surprised if Busher or or Brad get into victory lane 
at least once next year. I, I, I truly think that they'll get into victory lane. One of them will. Yeah, well, I feel bad for Chris, uh, for Brad and me, not so much. Um, you know, but but it's kind of one of those deals that you can't you can't go any farther down. So the only place you can go is up. And I'd like to see them become exactly. re- re- relevant again because the Cat in the Hat's an interesting guy, and you know they they have so much Provence in the world of NASCAR. So I yeah I, I get all that. Hey Jerry, uh, drive safe. Uh, we'll do this again for sure because I love your energy and you got a great site. And your insights are also very cool. It's uh, kicking, well, it's the kicking the tires.net on the web. And it's Jerry Jordan. He's a chief editor, a former investigative reporter. Uh, when you start talking about Kurt's ex girlfriend, what is her name again? Patricia Driscoll. Patricia, yeah, man. Well, she's a piece of work. Anyway, uh, good to talk with you, Jerry. Have a great weekend. Have fun at the snowball. Well, uh, will you be at Chili Bowl? Uh, I will be at the Tulsa Shootout. Chili Bowl's up in the air. I really want to say real quick, thanks to all the team at Kicking the Tires that makes Kicking the Tires.net great. I have a great staff of 13 people that behind the scenes that put this whole thing together, and uh, and, and we, you know, I owe everything to those guys. So thank you for having me on. I will always be available. You just call me and let me know when you want. Well, it'd be great, too. I'll send you an MP3 if you throw it up on your site and just credit us. And uh, we're going to talk more in the future about uh, collaborating and some other stuff, too. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, Jerry. Drive safe. Uh, have a, well, a belated happy Thanksgiving and early happy holidays. But it's uh, Jerry Jordan, chief editor. It's kickingthetires.net. This is racecentralmedia.com. Visit the website and watch Race Central TV. We're available on any TV set in North America and all your digital platforms and easy found at racecentralmedia.com. She said she'd never turn.